A Christian mind is not one that is trained to think only about Christian topics. It is a mind that has learned to think about everything from a Christian perspective. We have to understand God rightly to know him intimately. It is the gospel that orients my thinking on every other issue. You can know if you're trusting in Jesus that every single atom in this universe is working for your good. That's why I'm sticking with Jesus. Not because he always does what I want him to do. I'm sticking with Jesus because I just haven't found any better alternative. No, Zoe, what noise are you? No, making? no, I'm so sorry. I meant to me. I'm so sorry. I was opening. <laughs> I was opening the thing. I thought, let me open it, and then I'll be taking bites on mute. But I forgot to me. Sorry. Oh my days! Hilarious. Blackberry season five, episode eight. Ooh. I know, right? Brap brap. Um, I'm in the room with. What? Which room? <laughs> you know, we're not in the room. room. I'm in my room. again, yeah, because we weren't able to go to the studio again. But next episode, I need to be back in that studio. But yeah, anyway, we're we're in our own rooms. Yes. Um, I'm in the room with Femi, and we have our special guest Zoe. I think Zoe was here a couple episodes ago, actually. Zoe, how are you? Mm -hmm. I'm okay, hungry, but I'm good. People really like the episode that Zoe was on. I got what? great, good, good feedback. The, the guys want me to read the Bible. Yeah, can we trust the Bible? Bible? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was nervous about that one, but yeah. Yeah, I could tell. He kept pausing and like thinking. Okay, kept pausing down. and thinking. Um, but no, how is everyone? How's everyone? How's everyone's weeks been? What has everyone been up to? So, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no um, ladies first. I don't know if I can say that in 2023. Uh oh. But I'm, I'm going to say it anyway. No, I'm going to say it anyway. Straight away. <laughs> but yeah, it was actually my birthday last week, so I dragged it out oh, the whole same. week. Happy birthday! So I had a lovely week, and yeah, very sweet. You're both oh. July babies. Happy birthday! Is it your birthday? Your July as well for me. Yeah, sixteenth. Six? Well, okay, it's just a week for me. I'm twenty fifth. Ah, cool. Chatting July babies. Femi, how was your uh, How was your week? Yeah, it's been alright, man. Just um, mostly preparing for this move. To be honest, a lot of packing, um, unpacking, not unpacking, like. Um, Disassembling, is that a word? Unassembling? Yeah. Mm-hmm, disassembling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Disassembling. disassembling, like <laughs> our items, like our sofa. I did the sofa today. That was hard work. Um, and yeah, just get ready for the move. We're moving on Saturday to an undisclosed location. Don't want anyone to come and try to find my. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, there. So you're yeah, mov- thanks. Congrats, yeah. congrats. You're moving houses. It. Yeah, yeah, I'm moving house. Yeah. yeah, moving out of lovely Cannon Town, lovely Newham. I've been a new boy for three years, and I'm 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 happy to leave. Sorry, man. Relax. New Sorry, man. Life. <laughs> yeah, you you know the leave. funniest thing yesterday? I was literally dropping some cake to my friend who lives in in um in Newham as well. As I'm walking to the station, there's a guy on the side of the road. He's on his phone, and a a boy literally on a bike rides past and takes the phone out of his hand. Wow. And I was like, my days. I actually gasped. And he looked. The guy whose phone had been taken looked at me, and I said, "Oh my days!" And then he tries to run after him. Obviously, the guy's on the bike. I don't know what happened after, but I thought, yeah, "Look yeah. on my ends. Look on my ends." Right. Exactly. Yeah, look at the so area that God, look, God created. That, I'm, that I'm going to the ends where that doesn't happen. I'm going okay, to the ends where that doesn't happen. You'd be surprised. This is London, you know. <laughs> it's, true, it's true. This is London, you know. Crime happens not, everywhere. Oh, you know, you know, in London. I'm not, okay. I'm not in London anymore. Put so. the postcode. Let us know. I'm okay, I'll, I'll, um, I'll drop it. I'll drop it in. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> but yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I'm good. I'm good. I've been good too. Like, just been a very chilled week this week, actually. I'm quite happy for it. Like, I've just been more at home, which is good. Like, and I, but I think that's mostly because the weather's been the weather's been pants, man. Oh my god! Like, we're, we're we're in August now. 
and the weather is just not good. Like raining. Apparently, like, there's only four days this month where it's not going to rain. What's this that month, about, man? Not, not, not last month. This August twenty twenty. Oh, Lord in heaven. Yeah, it's just it's so painful. Like, I was even. I think someone was telling me about. I can't remember what. I think it was the twenty fifth of July. Or, oh no, the twenty ninth of July or the thirtieth of July. And then the week before was like the twenty third, and everyone was like, "This is like the most popular." wedding day oh, um, yeah. in the year and that day the 23rd of July I remember it was raining for like the whole yeah. day was it the 22nd of July one of the, the days yeah imagine if you paid the big bucks for the wedding Honestly. so painful but now the wedding's been the weather's been so bad so it's kept me more indoors yeah. um which is I mean blessings in disguise but yeah I just I'm just shocked because I thought I would be you know, outside in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me, have you guys, have you guys been to the cinema recently? Have you guys seen Barbie? Have you guys seen Oppenheimer? That's been a big, big box, box stuff. I've seen Oppenheimer. <laughs> Oppenheimer was brilliant. I thought it was really good. Why haven't you seen uh, Barbie, sir? Huh? You came out on the same day. Why haven't you seen Barbie? Why you haven't I seen Barbie? Mm-hmm. Why haven't I seen Barbie? That's a great question. <laughs> oh, you haven't? I have not seen Barbie, no. Oh, Wait, so when, hold, who did you see Oppenheimer? Oh, I thought you, I thought so when you and your wife were going to the cinema, you just you seen, She has seen Barbie already by the time we went to watch it for an hour. Okay, I but like she's actually didn't see it. She she went with the, she went with her girls. Why didn't you go with her? Because she <laughs> no, went with no. her girls, didn't it? it was girls okay, why didn't you go with your boys? Why didn't you go with your boys? Huh? Why didn't you go with your boys? No, there's so many you know people that really wanted to see the movie, and I thought if I bought a ticket, that would just be taking that place from oh, someone sure. that is so well, well, sure, sure. well deserving of watching the, the amazing. I'm sure you guys are gonna tell me how amazing Barbie was. I don't, I didn't want to take the opportunity away from anyone. So, have you guys seen what... that video of like someone, of like a guy rocking up to watch Barbie by himself, and then he meets these other guys? That's it's actually so funny. He says, I'm crazy. a Barbie boy. It's actually I'm a Barbie boy. Not even Ken. He's a Barbie boy. Funny. I went to watch Barbie the next day. There's a Saturday, the day after the release, at 10.20 a.m. We went on the same day. And the cinema was Oh, packed. no, not the next day. Sorry, tell her that was next 10.20 a.m. and the cinema was packed. I said, you men are dedicated. Um, but no, I, how did you find the, the film, Zoe? Did you wear pink to the film? I just want to see if you're so, a real one. I'm the type of person that would wear bright pink, but it was very spontaneous. My friend just asked me, like, basically the day before. Okay, so I was so like, okay, sure. Like, I would have worn pink. Like, that's I'm that type of person. But so you're not, you're not, you're not original. It. You're not original, Barbie. Then that's what I, that's what I can see. <laughs> so, <laughs> did you did you wear galley to um, um, Black Panther? As well? I'm that no, we didn't do that. We didn't. I didn't also wore black. I, oh, okay, cool. I think I the know. first film everyone did. I think I wore black as well. Picture of crossing your arms, doing my thunder forever. Oh my days! Mm-hmm. Do you I guys know what I wore? No shame. Like, what do you what wear? What did you wear? Just my regular clothes. Just I thought you said you're cheeky. You're boring. <laughs> you're boring. All right, okay. But no, but Zoe, what did you think of the film, Barbie? I enjoyed it. I laughed okay. out loud. Like I, I, I can smile a lot, but I don't always laugh out loud. But I actually laughed out loud several times. Mm. Also, I'm just a pink, I love pink. So, like, seeing all this, like, pink world and, like, pink castles, I loved all of that. Like, I loved the whole design of, like, a pink Barbie world. Love that. I just thought it was funny. It was a very funny film. I'm definitely going to see it again. I'm but it's got a lot of it. layers as well. Like, I think yeah, I, I came into the film thinking it would be very silly. And I thought it was more a kid's movie. I didn't do any sort of research about the film beforehand. Mm-hmm. Same with Oppenheimer as well. So, when I was thinking, well, this, this one's got a bit of layers. Like, of course, you know. Not even a spoiler, but much of yeah, yeah. the film is around kind of Barbie thinking about death. Um, and yeah, it's kind of like a bit of a like existential crisis. Um, and it's just a lot of like, yeah, 
where is identity, what it means to be a woman, various things. Take different even, things from it, yeah. 100%. Yeah, even with like around like Ryan Gosling's role, who plays Ken, like again, what, what that means. Too like, very. It's not, of course, it's not incredibly deep, but there are layers that that I, that was quite interesting, um, and I think it kind of helps us pivot into the topic today around like womanhood. And our tough question of yeah, is Christianity misogynist? Let's see, <laughs> we'll see if we could do this, uh, do this justice. Um, but what I was thinking, of, especially when I was watching Barbie, because you know Barbie is is pretty much like a male, a, a woman led cast, um, and there's been a lot of films similar to that in recent years. Like, I remember when I don't know if you guys have seen Woman King, but like Woman King no. came out, mm-hmm. and it was like at the time it was like you know strong female cast i can't really think of any other films maybe captain marvel maybe another example there's another film called women talking and so you're seeing films coming out and maybe content as well we can look into other arts and say oh right like women seem to be dominating at the moment you've got the women's world cup when it feels like it's getting a lot more attention um than it has there's a women's world cup bro it's not helping your case. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, England. Like I know, I know. Don't, hey, come on, Nigeria. Come on, <laughs> Super Falcons. Don't hey, don't get tricked. <laughs> Super Falcons. That's yeah, their nickname. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, know more about the women's walk. No, 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 I know. I know it's Super Falcons as well. It's made me laugh. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of things happening around women. I, I don't even know if we'll touch it this episode, but I know that some people feel like that's being coupled with men almost being like pushed to the sidelines um and there's always that kind of tension i don't know if we'll touch that this episode but what do you guys think about just it feeling like women is in like womanhood is in there's a lot of like strong attention being given to women um and the arts in politics and culture like what do you guys think about that yeah i i think i think it's i think for the most part it's good right because i think I think um, for so long, the representation and the empowerment of women wasn't happening. And it it does almost seem like, sometimes it does seem like um, almost like making up for lost time. Um, Take the women's, I can't speak on everything. I can't even speak on the media side of it because I I think there is good and bad. And I'll probably speak a little bit about the the perceived negatives about it. But um, things like the Women's World Cup and women's sport, something that I... Even though I probably don't engage in women's sport as much as I probably could, I love the fact that women's sport is growing um, and it's being pushed out there. Uh, as someone that coaches as well, and I coach girls um, in basketball as well, um, and I've seen how I've seen the, how girls lose interest in sport quite quickly, especially as they get a little bit older into secondary school years and they start losing interest. Even before secondary school years, they start losing interest um, in sport, which can be quite discouraging at times, especially, well, not just especially because sport is a great tool for all people, but especially when, you know, it's such a great tool for, you know, you know, things like teamwork, uh, discipline, um, obviously health, uh, fitness and stuff like that. And seeing a lot of girls, specifically girls, like lose interest so quickly is disheartening sometimes. So I think, see, so seeing things like the Women's World Cup and and and, and the like is quite, it's good. Like I love it. Like it's good. It's empowering. It's showing that yeah, it, um, sport in particular doesn't have to be just a men-dominated, male-dominated. Even though it is, and it will probably will continue to be. Um, there's there's avenues for women to be empowered in it as well. So that's that's great. And yeah, and in other, I can't speak to the other avenues as much yeah. as I can to sport, but um, um, for the, I was gonna say for the most part, 
I'm not going to say for the most part, but a lot of it is good and it is yeah. great and it is needed. Um, I would like to speak to some of where I can see um, there being issues and why that can lead to the whole idea of Christianity being misogynistic and how men relate to what's happening in the world. But um, I'll probably get to that a little bit later. But the most part, I think it's good. Yeah. So even when I was talking about Barbie, I remember um, Ben Shapiro, he's like, a, what is he, like a columnist, like a oh, conservative commentator. commentator, more like a yeah, conservative commentator. commentator. And he was yeah. talking about how um, he said Barbie was one of the worst, was the most woke movie he's ever seen. And he was saying how he wasted two hours. And he was basically talking about, like, of course, as a conservative commentator, picking out things that he thought was problematic. And some of them may be valid as well. Like I haven't actually been able to, to, integ- to interrogate some of his points, but there is, it, you are seeing, you know, not a pushback, but a sense in which, you know, women are, are being put in a spotlight and there's a lot more kind of prominent focus on them. And, and sometimes it feels like that's indirect kind of fight with men. Um, and men, I don't know, the Jordan Petersons of the world, even like the Kev- Kevin Samuels, like there was an episode with um, Meet the Perrys when they were talking about this, about mm-hmm. how, you know, men almost feel like they're on the, the sidelines. Um, but no, I mean, Zoe, what do you, what do you think about like, women being in the spotlight i don't know how to even Mm-mm-mm. find a different term i mean a lot of people feel like it's more of a recovery you know for a long time mm-hmm. um patriarchy has meant that men have been centered in arts politics culture mm-hmm. in every kind of system um in every kind of remit of, of the world men have actually been front and center so this is more just trying to kind of um balance you know balance the scale so to speak um yeah so w- what do you guys what do you think about that zoe I feel, I think similarly, the part of me is just like, I love it because, hello, I feel like women, just literally almost exactly what you said, I feel like there's just so much, I think misogyny is such a, um, a burden that it's so, it, there's something freeing about seeing women in the spotlight, women celebrated, women centred, etc. So there's part of me that's like, yeah, like, I just love it. That's more time possibly my immediate reaction. I think the other side of that is, I feel that with some scepticism though, because I'm like, I don't know, I feel it's a scepticism in terms of, I feel like things like sexism are so pervasive and so long term that I sometimes feel like I can't fully enjoy. I don't have a lot of hope that things are actually going to change. So when I see things like women being sent to stuff, I can enjoy it, but I also feel like, ah, it's just a matter of time. I feel like even inside of that, you'll still find some misogyny there. It's sometimes things are still centred around men, even if it's about centred around frustrating men or whatever. It's still just, I don't know, sometimes it's like I feel sceptical as to how meaningful change is. So, yeah, it's a mixed feeling, mm. really. I hear that. I hear that. Um, and it's interesting because because now in in you're seeing something like I don't even want to say the women's movement, but you know women being in the spotlight and and then how that pertains to the church. Um, and I know there's been historic kind of arguments. There's been conversations around you know is Christianity misogynistic? Um, and you know there's a sense in which you know does it promote uh, an idea or a sense that that you know women are not hated, but they're almost subservient. Um, they play a lesser role in comparison to men. And then, you know, just throughout the, the Bible and then the, the the church practice of today are, are women treated in a way that is 
demeaning or are, are women kind of relegated um and yeah so what what do you guys think about that like what when have you guys ever come across that kind of argument I, I i remember like a long time ago speaking to one of my friends and she was a big proponent of like feminism and she was just saying that yeah that's just one thing i struggle with and she was basically telling me that she really struggled with with the letters of paul and she was like you know i love jesus um but you know paul's letters are just very very difficult because he's constantly you know pushing women to the back and she really struggled with with christianity's representation of womanhood especially in the new testament and especially with with pauline's epistles which is you know a bulk of the new testament um so yeah, so what was your like early kind of introduction into like raw the bible's misogynistic like like I, 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 know, I know you grew up in the church like was there something that you was hearing when you was like six or seven or like was it something that you heard like recently ish it's probably something i thought from long time I can't remember if something I heard, heard, I'd probably think more so as an adult, I think, in terms of hearing that people felt that way. In fact, I I do remember a distinct uh, conversation in, like, a, a women's ministry type thing at um, uni, and someone was speaking about how, we were in a group, it was, like, the first day of, like, my friend started this women's ministry thing, which is basically just, just getting girls on campus that are believers to talk about stuff basically that was it and um I remember one girl was saying she struggled with one reason she struggles with Christianity I don't think she was a Christian at the time is because she feels like um yeah the bible is very misogynistic and women are referred to in relation to men um and that's like almost their value is okay childbirth that's why you're named in the scripture do you get what I mean um and unless it's related to a man so it's the wife of the daughter of the mother off it's almost like you as yourself are not like not valued and so I remember thinking okay I've never thought about that I've definitely thought about I feel like I've felt like um, things are misogynistic but not for those reasons necessarily but yeah so I think that that was like a distinct time I can remember Hmm. yeah Femi um I definitely didn't know what misogyny meant when I was um, five, six, or seven years old. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'm not too sure if I know what it means now. But, um, but um, not, not even so much the word. I didn't, I guess this is a part of male privilege, right? Like, I didn't even understand um, that Christianity could be perceived that way. Because especially when you're young, you just think that's the norm. Like, you just don't. Yeah. You don't give it too much for, and yeah, maybe if you're a woman in that um, scenario, you are giving it up for because it's something that you believe is affecting you negatively. Um, whereas as a guy, you m- might not give it a second thought because you just think, oh, this is this is what happens. And again, the perception is um, is it's benefiting us, so we're not going to look at it with the same lens as a woman would. Um, so yeah, definitely a, a young child, and even even to an extent, a young Christian. Um, I wouldn't say I gave it too much thought. Um, I think as as I got a little bit older um, and gay, I got just got a bit more exposed to like especially other worldviews and um, even just understanding of what the Bible says about certain things, like um, some of the stuff that I'm sure we'll talk about. Um, even when you talk about submission or um, spiritual authority, um, yeah, once I got exposed to the fact that, oh, the Bible does talk about these things specifically. Yeah, like, um, not so much the whole how women are mentioned in the Bible, because I do think women are 
still mentioned very positively in the Bible. Mm. In the Bible. Um, so not so much on, from that lens, but um, but yeah, specifically for the lens of things like submission and you know spiritual authority um, and even conduct in church. Um, that that kind of made me start thinking, ah, oh, like right, this doesn't this doesn't fit um, at least what the world w- would consider as equality. Um, and what does that mean? Um, what, what, yeah, what does that mean? Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? What, what does that actually mean practically? So yeah, um, growing up, definitely didn't think about it. Didn't really give too too much thought to it. But yeah, again, as I got older and get got a bit more exposed, to, especially when you get more exposed to other views. Like when I yeah. when I got to sixth form college, I studied sociology, and that was like the first time I ever even really gave two thoughts about things like feminism and. Um, yeah other things like that I didn't I don't remember being exposed to it maybe I was I just wasn't listening but like prior <laughs> prior to, to college I don't remember being exposed to much real like that kind of ideology those kind of ideologies and I remember studying sociology in college and thinking oh like this is how people think and this is how women feel oppressed and feel like you know um yeah that you know this society is patriarchal patriarchal and stuff like that so that's when I first started thinking oh right what does that mean for me? Like, how do, how do I, how do I respond to that? Um, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's kind of my, um, my first exposure to it, I guess. Yeah. I think for me it was, I mean, I mean, I grew up in a, in a, grew up in church for like, for a long time. I was in like a Pentecostal church and no, nah, bruv, didn't, didn't see that at all. All I remember was if you're anointed, whether you're, man or, or woman mm-hmm. right? the spirit's working through you mm-hmm. and I think they were very big in that of course even at the time you still had majority male pastors and leaders but yeah I never really saw any times where I felt like they were like discouraging women from serving or or trying to like dim anyone's like shine so to speak um mm-hmm. I remember like getting to uni and like having conversations and reading more and people were like yeah you know women can't be pastors and I was just like what? <laughs> I was like excuse me I've got bare women passes I know <laughs> um, or like even just a pushback with like feminism like I remember just having like debates um at the time when I was younger around or hearing debates where people were talking about you know feminism being like anti-Christian and you know Christian and you know, there was a lot of like you know Christians be feminists and I'm sure we've had discussions <laughs> about that and it was like uh the right answer is no. Like, women can't be feminists. Like, what do you mean? And I was thinking, what? Equal rights. Of course, it's more than that. Um, mm-hmm. But and I, I found that very, very interesting. And then I remember reading, um, there was a passage in First Corinthians. It might be First Corinthians 14. And it spoke about, like, women being silent in the church. Yeah. And I remember there was a time in my old, in my church, where they were like, so do you think, so what does that mean? And you know, like, guys as well, yeah, bless them. They're very do you think does that mean women should be quiet? And I'm like, what are you trying to suggest? Like, I shouldn't talk. Um, but at the same time, that's the Bible. And I was thinking, right, what does the Bible mean when it says that, you know, as for women, they should be silent in the church? And I'm thinking, of course, no one's actually practicing this because, you know, women are singing, um, you know, women are in the service. So what does that mean? Um, and that was that was like the first kind of thought of like, raw, this is a bit difficult. Um, and then kind of some of the things that you were talking about, Femi, around like spiritual authority and then patriarchy as well. Um, so when you guys are thinking about like someone saying, you know, Christianity is misogynistic, like what, what do you think are like the the big points that that people are, are usually raising as like concerns? And then kind of maybe we can tackle them in terms of unpacking a few and saying, OK, this is how, you know, a biblical Christian worldview will respond to this. Um I think 
I think one of them is definitely um, wives being instructed to submit to their husbands in marriage. Bruh. I think the scripture you just spoke about in terms of um, women in the church or Paul's, what Paul was saying hmm. in those letters about women in the church, I think, um, try to word this carefully, I think sexual attack is probably the word I'd use, um, okay. which happens several times in the scriptures and perhaps the interpretation of that. Um, I think even just the creation of women, of women, sorry, the account of of how and why a woman was created. Mm. I've heard people almost say that it's it's intrinsically misogynistic because God is saying that man is the centre and I've now created you so you can help the man. Mm. Um, so I think that's an interpretation. Or that's the a, whole help a me thing. Yeah, help me thing. Like Because it's also giving... This is why you exist. Like you wouldn't, mm. have, wouldn't have created you otherwise. So I've heard that. Uh, they're some of the the main things. What yeah. about you guys? Um, I was trying to think of one. I just forgot it though. E. Um. Oh, just um. How women are are presented in the Old Testament? I've heard. So like you know, women's almost women's survival is is tied to their the relationship with their father and their spouse mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and you 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 found oftentimes that women are very vulnerable when um they're not married or when they're barren um and they're seeing the treatment of women of course not by god but just by a fellow man and feeling like raw you know if women are you know second class citizens um mm-hmm. have no like social status of their own it's very much linked to men in the um, scriptures um and that can you think well like that's a that's a big one um i think submission is a big one as well i think the church the role of the church um is another one um and maybe just people who feel like the bible is just written in a very patriarchal lens i've had people telling me that you know like just god just by god being father son um, spirit you know you've, you've actually got a i don't even know if we'd call it like a gendered a gendered mm-hmm. link, mm-hmm. Um, but that they they find almost that as like intrinsically well patriarchal. Like, why can't God be a mother type thing? Um, like, why must He be a father? Um, um, I think that's one thing. What about you, so, Jim? Yeah, sorry guys, just to help me out. What is the? Let me, me mansplain. Help me. <laughs> no, no, I'm asking you guys to help me out to explain. <laughs> I'm not gonna explain. Um, what? How would you guys that like, specifically? You don't have to go Oxford Dictionary. You can if you want. But like, how would you define misogyny? Um, I, I want to know like how you guys define it because I think you could yeah you could get an Oxford Dictionary definition, but how it affects you personally might slightly differ. And I think that's valid as well. And then yeah. and and then also and then comparing that to what patriarchy means. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that. So you want to cook? Mm-hmm. I hear that. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, good at so. I'm so Google definition. Just let me just do the Google one. Yeah, so dislike enough. of contempt for ingrained prejudice against women. Yeah, I think, I think ing- hate, hate towards women is like a, a classic. A yeah, I would have said. I probably would have said the ingrained prejudice against women probably mm-hmm. more like a, a genuine sense that women are inferior or to be despised or to be humbled or like. Just a real sense that women are not are not good things. That's yeah. That's right. Okay, that's that's helpful. Yeah. What about you, Mary? 
Yeah, that would be very similar. I mean, I think, you know, if someone says, you know, misogyny is hatred towards women, I mean, I'm hoping most men or all men are like, I don't hate women. I mean, if you did, like, that's scary. That's jump scare. But most people are not saying that. But I think as as um, Zoe was, was pointing out, it's more the inherent view, where it's like a negative view of women, um, uh, prejudice towards women. And, yeah, maybe seeing women as inferior um, seeing them as lesser than men and I think there are I don't think men do this um, generally I think there's specific contexts where you see it happen more than often like so it's more more than so like my example sometimes is like it could be in specific things like maybe for sports and like oh, Sport, yeah. sports you know what? oh my days you know you know what football is you know what the offside rule is? Wow. And it's like, bro. Or it could be like a theology. It could be anything. It could be at the yeah. workplace and feeling like, why is this, you know, why is this girl thinking she's like smarter than me? Like, why is she talking over me in the meetings? Or why is she correcting my point? Like, bro, sit down. Um, and I, th- I think it's I'm more, more around that. I think patriarchy, I think, is is the the link around um the father or the role of the family more more generally but having the having the view that the the man is the head of right. the household so it could be household it could be community um Different systems yeah so like it could be systemic as well so, so i mean patriarchy by definition isn't like a negative um but of course its associations can be um i remember there was like a hymn used to, i used to sing back in the day in my church and it was like i think it had like patriarchal mm-hmm. i can't remember the line it was like patriarchal and i was just like Ugh, that, that sounds like an erc so you can yeah, bleep the erc bit so <laughs> it was just like shaking i was like oh, what's this um <laughs> that's that's more more in line um femi do you want to kind of have any that you think are like the big go-tos that you've experienced and i wonder if we can tackle some and just like see yeah um how we respond to some of them yeah, I, I think you guys cover it, covered it. Okay. All, to be fair, yeah. Okay, so let's say let's take one. Like, let's take the submission one. Yeah. So, so the idea that women are to submit, of course, I mean the Bible would present the fact that women are to be submissive to their pastors and authority, general authority in, in the world. Like, for example, like the laws of the land and stuff like that. And then also in the context of marriage, that that um, women are to be submissive to their husbands. I mean, there's, there's strong passages that talk about, like, in all things, so to speak. Um, so if, if someone was to say that, you know, that idea um, is misogynistic, how would you guys respond to that? And this is where I just mute my Mac and just sit quiet. <laughs> so, so just to jump in quickly, so there was a reason why I asked the the question about why the difference between misogyny and patriarchy, um, because by 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 you guys' definitions, by the Google definition um, of misogyny specifically, I would argue that yes, yeah, submission and the Bible as a whole isn't is not misogynistic. Um, mm. um, I I, w- I wouldn't make the same argument. As strongly about whether it is written through a patriarchal lens, maybe not, or or, or there's hints of patriarchy in 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 scripture, and I think that's why the definition is, the the, dis, the the distinct in the two definitions are important, and you yeah. can make you can have a conversation about is patriarchy patriarchy a good thing, and is there is roles specific roles for gender um, helpful or good or you know, or, or bad, um, and that's a separate argument. But specifically, misogynistically, 
Hmm. Um, I don't I don't think that's a word, but we're, we're going to make it a word It sounds now. like a word. So it I sounds think... like a word. So, yeah, yeah, we're in agreement that it's a word. It's a word yeah, we're in today. agreement. Yeah, it's a word mm-hmm. for today. Misogynistically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so something like submission, so to answer your question, Mary, I would say it's not, I would say it's not misogynistic. So I don't, by your definition, it's not... You would say to, that, man. You would say that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I would say it's not to degrade or hate women. So the mm. idea of wives submitting to husbands is more about roles and... Um, and I, the thing is, I'm, I'm trying to be careful how I um, say this, but um, feel free to like challenge what I'm saying. And also, I understand what I'm saying, because I've said it before in conversations like this, may not be that helpful when you're in it, right? But I think what we, especially as the time has gone on, especially with um, female empowerment, which again, on the whole, is not a bad thing. Yeah. What's also happened amongst that is we have... Um, sometimes overvalued and devalued certain roles. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for example, the role of um, CEO at a big company is not, is overvalued. So we say that is like the highest of heights, right? And everyone should have an opportunity to do it. And that makes you, makes you in terms of status, in terms of worth, self-worth, that is like the highest thing you can do, get in a, in a worldly sense. And that's what everyone should aim for. And once upon a time, Women, and probably even till today, women didn't have as much opportunities to be CEOs or even work at one point. And we've come so, we've come far enough as a society where women can work and do many things, but there's still limitations that are, that are still being broken down. But what, and, and it's good to break down those limitations, but but in, in trying to break those limitations down, we're trying to say, we want, for example, I'm just using CEO as an example, but a, a woman to be, a, more, more women CEOs means they have more value. As opposed to, we want to give everyone equal opportunities. Because if you were to compare, for example, a CEO to a mother or a stay-at-home mother, naturally, if you look at a society, CEO will, will hold the most value because that's what's hold, held value for time. That's what's, even amongst men, for example, yeah. we, we place a lot of our worth in what we do for a living. How much, how much money do we earn? What, what is our status? Um, and, that's, and that's our worth. And because we try to... As a society, we've tried to make everything as equal as possible. We've now attributed, attributed worth into those things, and we've devalued worth into other things. Um, and again, now that's not me to. Uh, I, I must clarify. I'm not saying that again. I feel like women shouldn't be CEOs and do. I, I and I think we should break down more, even more barriers, so, so women can have those opportunities. But that's not the same as putting value in those opportunities. Because as a human, a woman being a CEO or a man being a CEO. And a woman being a mother and a man being a father should have equal value in terms of human mm. work, right? So I use that as a whole example to say something like reading the text in, a, in Ephesians about wives submitting to their husbands, um, even though I, we submit all the time. And Mary, you just spoke to uh, the other avenues that the Bible is asking us to submit, um, yeah. submit to in terms of authority, um, elders, blah, blah, blah. We are asked to submit in so many avenues, but and when we think of submitting to authority, for example, or even our elders in church, we don't we de- we don't then believe a lot of the time. Maybe some people do, but we don't generally don't believe that we are lesser than them, or we have less value than I don't have less value than my elder. My hum- my human my humanness is not worth less because I'm now some I've now been instructed to submit to my elder, right? But God ordained that for a reason. Um, that that me as a lay member should submit to my elder. That doesn't mean I'm less valued to, to um, him. I'm, I'm just as valued 
valuable to God um, and to society as my elder is. So, long with the way of saying, <laughs> I, I think the role of a wife submitting to her husband is less about saying the wife is worth less than her husband. But even though I, and I completely understand, and I'm sure you guys could rebuttal me and say, look, that doesn't matter. Everything that you just said now, and so many people will be listening to this and say, Femi, that doesn't matter. Submitting is hard. Why, why do I need to submit to a man? I, I get it, and I've heard it a hundred times. What I do strongly believe, though, um, and that's why I do believe, in a sense, that the Bible is ha, ha, has a patriarchal sense to it. But I think the reason isn't because God believes man to be better than woman is, but that is how he has ordained it to be. And there's a mm. reason behind it, um, as opposed to, and I don't think even in the text when he talks about wives submitting to husband, he doesn't say wives submit to your husband because your husband is better than you or is more worth than you. That's not that's not the reason why um, he says that. But so long story short, I, I would say, God, I don't say I rambled there because I had so much yeah. stuff I wanted to get. No, I think it's helpful to to couch things as well. So yeah, I think that's why it was your help. Your answer was definitely helpful. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, I, I long story short, to answer your question, Mary, I don't think it's mis- misogynistic, but I do understand why you would say it's patriarchal. Yeah, <laughs> I could have just said that, right? No, <laughs> no, you had to. I'm going to unpack it. Um, <laughs> Zoe, how would you how would you respond to? to the the submission point i think it's a very good question in terms of why uh, in terms of is it looking at that and then asking the question is the bible misogynistic or does god condone misogyny i think it's a very understandable question Mm. Um, and i think so that's the first thing i'd want to affirm that i think I get why you're asking the question. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've asked that question. I think, <laughs> I think it begs the question, but I don't think... Um, I think for reasons that, similar to what Femi said, and for other reasons, I think the answer is no. But I, I hear the question. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like with the... Um, I think it was a really helpful point, Femi, in terms of, like, worth and value. And I think the scripture is clear that the value of a man comes from the value of a human being sorry comes from the fact that um they're made in god in in the image of god so for example animals don't have the same don't have the same value for animals or for um flowers whatever things that still god still cares about but there is no uh what do you call it there's no blurred lines in scripture about the supreme value of human beings and that being linked intrinsically to the fact that they were made in the image of God. And so, hmm. sorry, I muted myself by accident. (laughs) 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 So because that is the value of a human being and what it means to be human, there is no other condition of worth apart from, literally you have been created and you've been created image of god that is the only valuable um condition of worthiness and value so to speak in that i think the bible presents um to to humanity as a whole so i think that's helpful to note and then that and, and therefore whatever um that whatever is instructed that is different from men and women presupposes intrinsic equality because they're made in the image of God 
Um, so I mm. think that is helpful to 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 say. I also think that um, uh, I've I've kind of uh, yeah. I also think I don't know. I hear this point a lot, but I do think it's 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 worth saying that um, when you consider what uh, I guess I'm speaking specifically in the context of um, husbands, but also elders. Um, what's the other one? What else do women submit? Parents, etc. Yeah, parents. When you consider what the roles are of the the um, supposedly leading party, they're very hefty, oh, yeah. mighty roles. I feel like the hus the husband's um, role is probably most explicitly like written out mm-hmm. in scripture. Um, and it's also, I think, marriage is the place where, where um, sub the topic of submission is really drawn out and explicit across gender lines. If you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but what are my points? Sorry. Um, yeah, I sorry. Think I think. About, yeah. <laughs> thank you. I think considering the role, for example, of husbands and what they are called to do. Um, so. Uh, kind of the texts that speak about wives submitting speaks about husband husbands loving their wives as Christ loved the church um which is basically dying for them um uh and treating um wives as husbands as God has has sorry husbands to treat wives as God has treated them basically mm-hmm. um I don't think this is a point that could be overstated to say that it is abundantly, I think it's abundantly clear, or I think at least, no, it's not fair. I think it's a clear way to see that um, there is a serious expectation of sacrifice from both members um, that require, of a marriage that, that requires a, it's quite a Christian phrase in terms of dying to self, but a self-sacrifice that's mm-hmm. quite extreme, basically. Mm-hmm. Um and it is, it is not to be expressed in the same way. So um, the wife's sacrificial love is expressed, is to be, is, we're commanded for wives to express it in submission. Men are commanded to express it in acts of love or, you know, just love, washing up the word, etc. I do think it's telling that we have debates about what does it mean to submit, what's with submission. And we, I, I've never heard a debate about what does it mean to love your wife? Mm. How much do you love your wife? How far should you go? Mm. I think that is misogynistic. So I think the fact that um, the text is not saying one thing, it's saying two things, but one thing is spoken about, I think that is that is misogynistic, but that's on behalf of the church or the people discussing and interpreting as opposed to what the scripture actually says. I mean, the verses are side by side. Do you get what I mean? Um, but for whatever reason, misogyny, um, one is spoken about and blown up. And I think if you speak about if you speak about something, so I'm trying to say, if you present, if something's fifty fifty, and you present it as ninety ten, no matter how true the ninety is and the ten is, the way you've represented it is false. Do you get what mm. I mean? So I feel like yeah. the fact about these debates, the fact that how many sermons, how many podcasts, how many about what does it mean to submit? And in this situation, but I just don't hear about a love, it is a problem. And I think that is misogynistic. So, which is part of why I understand the question. But to answer the question, I think the text um, 
I don't think it's an easy answer, by the way. I feel like someone could still yeah. go back and forth. Yeah. I, I really hear yeah, that. So. But that's just an example where I think, hmm, it's actually there. Um, mm. and I, I think sometimes there's, there's a sense in which, because you, you do see it often, like a poor representation of a father or a poor representation of a husband or a poor representation of an elder or a pastor, that it means it makes submission harder. Um, you know, there's always that sense mm-hmm. in which, you know, if, 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 you know, oh, you know, if your husband was Jesus, then, you know, submission would be easier. That's, that's not necessarily true anyway, but it would probably make submission easier if your husband was Jesus, because, you know, obviously, you know, he's a, he's, he's, he's a godly man. Um, but there's having, you know, submitting to an imperfect person does prove trickier. Um, but of course, I mean, what what you said, Zoe, around, you know, just le- learning from Christ and his person and, and the fact that he submitted to the Father in all things means, you know, that's, that's a great example for, for a Christian woman to model um, in becoming more like Jesus um, in how he submits to, to the Father. Um, sorry, Femi, were you going to say something? Yeah, no, I was just going to tag along to um, Zoe's point because, yeah, yeah, I do think um, it's easy to take that text out of context um, and just focus on the submission part. Even before, um, I think it's verse 21 or 22 of Ephesians 5, where it says um, submit, all before that, it's talking about the conduct conduct of the Christian man <laughs> and how a man, so, and then it leads on to how um, man should relate with his wife and wife should relate with a woman. And mm. there's, there is a high expectation of what, a godly Christian man should look and act and conduct himself like, um, as opposed to just, if you just take the one verse and say, wife, submit to your husbands, but you ignore everything else. Um, um, yeah, that would be, that would be wrong. So I was just going to tag along, tag along to that. And I, and I think it was a great point that Zoe made in terms of, unfortunately you can read as much as I can say, oh, I don't believe those texts are misogynistic and I don't. Um, it, of course, it's super easy for someone to take that text, especially if you take it out of context and be, and make it misogynistic and or act in a misogynistic manner. And not with just that text, with so many, and act in a misogynistic manner. And that's that's the fault of man and not the fault of Christianity or the Bible or God himself. Mm. Um, and I think that's important to, that's the important to, I guess, unpack. Because again, I agree with Zoe. I think everything I said, everything you said, Mary, everything Zoe said, probably doesn't answer every single question that someone ha- is still battling with. And they probably, there yeah. are probably people listening to this and thinking, nah, I, I mean, none of what these guys said convinced me. <laughs> and I understand that. Um, but uh, yeah, I do, I do think it's important to note that what man does with scripture and man, and man has done horrible, horrible things with, um, using scripture, um, as you all know. Um, but that, that shouldn't be used to then define who God is or what the Bible says and what Christianity is. Uh, I think that's important. Mm. I was going to raise a point around, like, if we were to use another example of maybe, like, spiritual authority. But, I mean, uh, I think our responses may be similar. So I, I do want yeah. us to spend a bit of time kind of dealing positively around, like, the, the woman's role or the Christian woman's role in mm. in Christianity. Um, but, I mean, there's there's definitely a plethora of other things whether it's like women's treatment in the bible or mm-hmm. um women's role in this church or you know how women are viewed in in society and things that have maybe have informed i mean some people have spoken about like beauty culture and how that's had a very kind of um negative impact on women specifically you know how people have 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 um, used modesty you know some people have felt like modesty has been mm, used to kind modesty. of recognize yeah, weaponize and control yeah. women so i mean there's there's a there's a myriad of, of examples mm-hmm. and, and things that we could speak on and kind of take one by one and respond to but i mean i think of just in interest of time um i think if we were looking at like 
the woman's role in the church and in, of course, wider society. Why, why is Christianity progressive in its treatment to women um, if, when we contrast that to the world? And then I'm trying to think of another question along the lines of like, um, how should women view their role in the church and in Christianity as well? Mm. I think I'll try to answer a bit more, to give my thoughts a bit more generally. Okay. I think um, I think that I've personally done like just I'm very interested in this for personal reasons. I'm just like Lord, I need to see what you're saying. Basically, done like some just trying to interrogate the scriptures in relation to how God deals with women. Berean, think... sorry. Again? What did you say? You you are, you're Berean. Sorry, you're oh. Berean. Uh-huh. Ridiculous. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so I feel like um it's really interesting. Um uh Israel made a fantastic point in our the last podcast I was on about um just a tool of interpreting scripture and how um I can't remember who it was, but that basically it's a consensus among um several kind of Jewish scholars um that uh part of the way scriptures were written at the time in terms of the culture of writing particularly particularly sorry narrative things is um is uh to to kind of see the ending to find out the intention of the uh writer or the the creator so almost like for, just in case that didn't make sense since just like uh for example you're watching a show and then um someone slaps someone and you can find out what the writer wants you to think of the show by kind of what happens. So if that person ends up in jail, you get a sense that, okay, this is something that they disapprove of. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, what I'm trying to say. Okay, so I found that really helpful. Um, I think it put words to, to, to yeah, to, to a helpful uh, way to contextualise scripture in, in a way that's authentic to how it was written at the time. Um, but I think with that being said... It's just amazing to look at. I've tried to look at every instance of a woman, like, let's say just, I've only got up to, like, Leviticus or whatever, but just women in the world. And it's very interesting how the Lord, um, or what I found really moving is how God relates to women, whether it's through just his creation of Eve and this very mysterious a unique way that he created her um whether it's um Hagar I love the story of Hagar whether it's um etc 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 but um or even how he saved Sarah from Abraham from Abraham's uh, strange um concoction of trying to fop her off to someone else it's very I feel like as I've looked at Obviously, this is just my reflection. I don't know how much to answer the question. But as I've looked at things, I'm really seeing how God is, perhaps in not direct ways, um, but still somewhat very clearly demonstrating that, number one, he sees the plight of women, and number two, he is against, he is against um, uh, misogyny. Um, so I think... Mm. Um, I think that's one thing. I think, secondly, 
I was speaking to a friend about this. There's something really interesting about that I think is a blessing of scripture whereby things are not necessarily explained, but it gives the human testimony about how people feel. So, for example, Job, really sad story. It seems very vicious, um, the supervision reading of it. Mm. Like, basically, everything gets taken from him, and God is like, why is he crying? Or like, are you the first? Like, it seems very, <clears throat> yeah. Like, it's just seems it's not it's not immediately obvious um, why God is doing that, and I don't think God necessarily explains it. I think that's part of the point of the book. But at the end, it says Job was comforted when when he saw um, when God basically appeared and asked him all these questions. Now, it doesn't explain why Job was comforted, but I find it very interesting that he that it notes um, the human experience. Because you can't argue with experience. I don't think you can anyway. And I think, for example, with Hagar's story, I was always like, why would God, this woman's essentially in an abusive situation, abusive household, why would he, the almighty God, go and send her back to that situation? But then on another reading of it, I was so moved by the fact that, um, you know, her name of the Lord is the one who sees me. And I'm like, that woman that I'm saying, how could God do this? How could is the same one that said, I feel seen by God. I feel known by him. And that's mm. a powerful testimony. I can't, yeah. I can't trace it. I'm not, there's not a ruler where I'm like, mm-hmm. so he sent her back and that means, but it's a testimony. This is, she's saying, this is my experience of God. He sees me. He knows me. He called me by my name. Like that's very powerful. And I think there are a few things like that in scripture, particularly in relation to women. And I think even more, um, when the Son of God comes Himself uh, uh, in the flesh, where you just see how women are drawn to Him, how they speak of Him, how they tend to Him, and it, in one sense it's very mysterious, but there's another sense in which that's actually a testimony about them. There seems to be a safety that women find in God as women, and I don't think that's to be skipped over. So yeah, there's just some of my initial thoughts. I think that's quite helpful as well, because I think it's a sense of, of, of reading the scriptures. And some things do require studying, and some things are not just plain reading. So understanding how um, the culture of, of the day in the scriptures, and then how that is, like, even something as simple as of, um, when they're asking Jesus around, like, can you give like a letter of divorce to a woman? And then Jesus actually flipping that and saying, no, like, you know, there's only, I mean, adultery basically is the only thing that causes um divorce and some people I even believe that you know Jesus is even saying there's nothing that causes divorce so so you know just how the the bible was written in the old testament and understanding that and even still seeing that 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 god's desire for women has always been one of of prosperity um and he's and he's always loved and cherished women in in the same same footing as as men um roles being slightly different but still having the same equality still having the same righteousness in jesus um so no i, I think it there are times when you you might find a, a passage and think oh this is quite a difficult passage but then you know taking time to study and read it and and of constantly always seeing the fact that god's big picture is is actually the the uplifting of women and the deliverance of women as well mm-hmm. um, um so what are you gonna say Zoe? sorry Femi, i was just gonna um add something if maybe Femi speak first than I have mine no I don't yeah I agree with all that's been said oh I can't hear you can you hear him can you hear me now yeah oh, okay yeah that's my turn sorry <laughs> um what was I saying um I can't remember I agree I don't <laughs> I don't have anything to add <laughs> yeah and yeah I think it's I, I think it's hard for me 
which is is actually quite challenging for me actually to think about woman the woman's role um from a christian perspective because i don't i probably don't think about it enough um mm-hmm. i think about it when we have these conversations when mm-hmm. yeah maybe people do feel like yeah the bible's misogynistic and or blah 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 and we can get into those conversations and even though he's right yeah you have the conversations about submission and should women be pastors like we, i've had plenty of those debates mm-hmm. um but but i've given i've probably given less thought to the beauty of scripture and how like kind of like all the stuff that you said Zoe in terms of how mm-hmm. God actually does um see view women specifically differently to men and how mm-hmm. it's also beautiful um and just as beautiful like and we are all equal and all those things and like the stories even going through all the stories of and, and why those stories are important mm-hmm. for Christian women um because I at the beginning of the pod we were talking about oh why you know female empowerment's important and representation, all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, those, those, the things that Zoe just brought up um, are, ju- uh, yeah, even more important, I would say. And it, and it's something that not only women need to be aware of, but men as well. Um, yeah. Um, we should know um, as well. So, yes, yeah, it's quite challenging in terms of, mm-hmm. yeah, Mary asked the question. And, and to be honest, I, I didn't have an answer because I don't, mm. I didn't give, I didn't give, I, I don't, I don't give it enough thought on a daily basis. Yeah. As a Christian, I just don't. I just don't think about it. As a Christian man, <clears throat> as a Christian man, I don't. I don't really think about it too much. Um, so yeah, really, really challenging. Encouraging though, um, super encouraging, yeah. um, and also challenging. Just in, as a man, how I think about um, how a woman relates to Christianity. Um, that's important. I definitely think we should do a two-part part and focus maybe on, on men and and how they find the world in today's in today's climate but I was I was thinking about just just even when I was asking the question I thought this is a bit of a trick question because I, I think there's a sense in which and I've, I've spoken to guys about this as well and they've said to me Mary I don't see myself being a pastor I don't think that's my that's not my gift but I don't actually know what the Lord has called me to do um and I think that could definitely be the case for for majority of women as well I mean if you are of the belief that that the there are certain offices that are, are excluded away from women you can actually huh. think, oh Mary, you think that? Wow! I said, if you are of the belief. (laughs) I didn't say Mary's of the belief. I said, if you are of the belief. Um, But if you are of the belief and and there's a sense in which, okay, you know, I'm a man and I'm a woman and I don't think I'm called to be a pastor. How am I called to serve the church? How am I called to serve at work? What are my my giftings? What are the things that God is calling me to? And the same guy and the same woman woman can be having the same um, um, things that they're considering and thinking through. Um, and I think, of course, it has to be guided by, you know, thinking through the scriptures, community, and, and not saying, you know, just going with it. But, but there's a sense in which, you know, find an, a place to serve, find something to do. And most times, you know, the, the Lord will o- honour it. Um, and I, I think, you know, women bring women bring so much to the table um, in contrast to men. I, I think there is a sense in which, you know, men and women are very different. Um, but the giftings that we bring... Um, and, and the way we can compliment it is fantastic. You know, sometimes I might be hearing like a group of guys talking. And I'm just like, oh, man, you guys need some women around you. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, even if something like me, like, you know, I might be thinking something and I'll go speak to a guy and I'm like, oh, come and see a completely different perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you, you do need to take the time to think. And I think a lot of the times we don't do that enough where guys don't actually think about, oh, I wonder what 
this sister will think about this. So I wonder what mm. she thinks. Um, and, and I think that's where you actually miss the the benefits of of, of women in the church or, or just generally. Um, so no, it, it's good. Like I, I hope, you know, the, the episode has been like encouraging. Um, I, we haven't been able to cover everything just because mm. the topic is so broad, but I hope, you know, ultimately, you know, we've been able to speak about you know, Christianity not being misogynistic and then thinking about, you know, God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit, um, and how they love women. You know, women are made in the image of God. You know, how Jesus how Jesus treated women, how he dealt with women, um, how he redeemed women, um, you know, how much of the old New Testament speaks about women having the same um, equal footing as, as men because of the righteousness we have in Christ being of the same thing. So we ha- we're both equal in Christ. And then passages, um, you know, written to churches or written to to people that speak on the dealing of women, how women should be treated, even things like mistreating women, like, you know, widows and stuff. Um, but of course I do get it. I do get it. You know, how there are times where you might read a text or read a story and be like, Ooh, that's difficult. Um, but yeah, I hope it's, it's, it's given us food for thought anyway. Um, yeah. Can I say one last thing? Go for it, Zoe. This is, I guess this is more like just encouragement to you. Um... You know, you did this last time. Are you going to beat me? Yes, so, no, it's because so you're such an encourager. you did it in the last episode. And she's like, ah. no, no, encourage this. Encourage, encourage. to people who are asking the question, both men and women, because I've heard guys having a similar question, it can grate on them as well. Um, I think uh, something that I find so encouraging, um, especially when thinking about the heart of God, is, first of all, Jesus and um, knowing that he is maybe I said this last time but he's the perfect representation of Christ of God in every way anything I need to know about God is in him um can't go wrong uh uh looking at him to find out who God is he's the only way only truth about God the only way to God um but also uh just think about heaven like heaven uh for Christians is where God's rule is absolute. We believe that God is completely sovereign anyway, but we believe that in his sovereignty, he allows evil, at least he can, he uses evil basically um, for his own means. Whereas in, uh, in heaven, there is, there's, there's no evil. There's no opposition. There's no devil, etc., etc. There's no sin, none of that. So basically God in a ruling perfectly without any opposition. And what does it look like? There's no, women roles there's no um uh, there's not even marriage um not not because marriage is a bad thing but i even think i do think something like i think when um these i think they're called the sadducees came up to jesus and they were like oh they were almost trying to they didn't really believe in the resurrection and they were trying to almost trap him and prove a point by using a very stupid um misogynistic uh, reality of women uh, what if a woman basically there's a rule in scripture um that if a woman died uh, if a woman's husband died her brother because otherwise she'd be destitute his brother the dead person's brother would have to marry the woman to look after her uh, um give her children to protect his brother's name etc and these guys were basically saying uh, we know the resurrection can't be real because if that ha- if a woman's husband died and then this happened seven times over. Who's whose would she be? Who would she belong to in the resurrection? And mm. Christ's answer is so beautiful. I can't remember where the scripture is, but I'd really encourage you to read it. But he basically starts off by being like, first of all, we don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that in heaven. That's not in our kingdom, in this perfect world, there's none of that. There's none, there's none of um 
this 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 um sense of uh this woman is owned by this person this person is belonged by this person we don't do that the the people in god are as the angels whatever that means i think part of what christ was doing was even rebuking the mindset that um or or not even rebuking the mindset i think he was he was encouraging us to look to heaven um to yeah discover god's bigger purposes and bigger plans i don't know how clearly i expressed that but i said that to say sometimes going to what was life like before sin entered the world what has jesus um said and done mm. and what do things like in glory look like in glory can really really um safeguard us against the temptation to believe or to doubt the goodness of god which i think is at the heart of these kind of questions Mm, amen. amen it's um matthew 22 and i think it's mark 12 around that read the, it, what the it, scripture you just said zoe said read it so read it um but now on that on that note i think we should close there do you think we should do a two-parter let us know guys should we do a, a another episode where we kind of flip it and talk about men um you know poor yeah, I men, think, I think we should, needy yeah, men yeah no one talks about us man. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah let us know if we should do one and also yeah let us know what you think you know is christianity misogynistic um zoe and femi man thank you so much for your time pleasure season five episode eight this is black Berea. Hey. Hi.